say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining the Gateway Sports Venue podcast, and we'll continue another episode of the Player Lounge. And our guest today is Yale Commit and former Westminster Wildcat, who is on his way to Yale and one of the better linemen in the state of Missouri for the class of 2020, Benny Anderson Jr. Benny, thank you for uh, joining our program today. Thanks for having me. All right, so uh, probably the most obvious question is uh, how have you been getting by since the coronavirus outbreak? Um, it's, been, it's been pretty tough with all the weight rooms kind of closed down. I, used, I really liked um, working out before school in there and counting like six, but now I can't get up to the school and get in the gym. But the school, Yale, yeah, they've been really cool with providing me at-home workouts. I got to um, kind of just make do with what I have. Mm-hmm. But we're still just putting in work to get ready. That, that's good, though. I mean, just as long as you keep doing your football work and staying in shape, uh, that's as, uh, as good as you can do or anybody can do at this point. So, um, you, you know, uh, d- going into the, you know, just a couple days ago, uh, you know, Mike Parson, the Missouri governor, said that uh, basically, you know, all schools will no longer be uh, in operation or they'll be closed for the end of the, the 2019-2020 school year. So you're, you are effectively done with school now. Uh, what, were you, what were your feelings or what were you thinking when um, you, you, you saw the news there? Well, first I was kind of sad a little bit because that pretty much ruled out I me mean, throwing the shot putting discus this year. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping to see how far I could take it. Um, that, that, that sucked. Also kind of knowing that all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going really far away so I'm probably not going to see a lot of my friends again. Mm-hmm. But I think it was also kind of looking back and just knowing that I, I gave high school everything I could whether it be in football or in the classroom or just being involved in the WCA community. Mm-hmm. And I kind of look back with just a lot of gratitude for everything the school provided me. Yeah, that's amazing. Just how does it feel just knowing that you're you're really forever going to be part of a you know, the two thousand twenty class of well hopefully it's a unique occasion, you know, hopefully this never happens again. But you're part of a, you know, exclusive class of not being able to, to graduate throughout the country just have you thought about that yet, or maybe we'll kind of sink in later on when you you know have time to reflect back when you're in college? I think it. I think it'll probably sink in a little bit further down the line, but I think it's something that we something that universally kind of bonds us all together. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that we're graduated during this tragedy. I saw one video. They said that a lot of us were born in 2001, and that was when 9/11 happened. So it's kind of like so we came in with tragedy left in tragedy I don't know if it's necessarily that extent I mean you gotta think in 1969 high school seniors were being sent off to Vietnam so I'm not sure if it's that dramatic but it's definitely just a horrible way to kind of end it because I know a lot of people 
wanted closure. I knew I wanted mm-hmm. a little bit of closure, especially with track and field. But I think we just have to look back on it and you know grow with the adversity that we're facing. Yeah, that's a tremendous answer, and I, I never even thought about that. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, the seniors your age were born in 2021 and 2020, so, yeah, I never really thought of that, and uh, and just, I was born in, I was born in 93, so I was actually um, probably the the youngest age group that kind of knew where they were when 9-11 happened, so I, I was seven at the time. Yeah, so, yeah, that was uh, crazy back then, so, okay, so you're on your way to Yale, and you had offers from Air Force, Army, Brown, Cornell, and Georgetown. So, basically, the, the the gist of the question is that you're you're a smart guy. I mean, you gotta you gotta have good you gotta have good test scores and, and good grades to get offered by those schools. But uh, what was the deciding factor on choosing Yale? Well, for me, it came down to um, to three or four schools really. It was Yale, Air Force, and Columbia, and Brown, and all the other yeah. schools came into play as well too. But, I don't know, I think it was just kind of the combination of academics and athletics that really sealed the deal for me. It's the idea that I can go up there and play four years and then be set up the rest of my life. And I just, I don't know, I I was blessed and I had a lot of different opportunities. I crossed different kind of academic levels and got the opportunity to kind of pick and choose. And I think it was just the idea that, okay, you get to go to Ivy League, School is just, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity to keep playing football at Division one level is, is awesome to me. So, you know, I, I assume you've gotten to know, you know, New Haven, Connecticut a little bit now, but uh, do you feel like you might, that might be a little bit of a culture shock going, you know, from oh. St. Louis to New Haven? Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> just, uh, it, even if you just look at it, just coming from West Central Christian Academy and going to an Ivy League, it's, it's definitely going to be different. Just, I, on my official visit, it was kind of eye-opening, just, like, you know, but I'm excited because it's a whole, just different group of people, really, mm-hmm. and it's an opportunity to build new relationships and kind of expand my worldview. Yeah, that's the right way to go into that. Uh, what do you plan on studying when you get to Yale, or, or if, if not, what do you think, what are you thinking of? Um, right now, I'm really intrigued by the ethics, politics, and economics degree, mm-hmm. and then I want to get on the uh, journalism initiative that you can kind of add to your degree. I'm really excited about, I, what, one of the, another reason why I decided on Yale is because I'm really interested in the world of politics. It's something that in the future I definitely want to get involved in. I think that America right now, I think we're starving for leadership. Mm-hmm. And that's not even like a, a dig at our president. It's just, we look at Congress and especially with this whole entire coronavirus pandemic, I feel like they've been extremely slow to act. Mm-hmm. And part of that is just because it's so polarized politics nowadays. It's that we're, uh, our leaders are so tied down in, to their own parties and their beliefs and they're worried about their job security that they don't, I don't, the whole entire civil discourse and being able to, um, have conversations and actually work for the good of the American people is just lost. Yeah. And I think that we re- I think American citizens, we want that. And mm-hmm. we need someone who can do that. So the goal is to uh, go to Yale, take this football thing as far as they can, but eventually get into the world of politics. Well, I, I, I think there's a lot of people who just heard that answer that are a little scared about their positions right now because you just made a really convincing answer. So 
that's I. You got my vote. I, I don't even know what, you're, what you want to go into for politics, but that's you got my vote right there. That that's a really good answer. Yeah, it's it's a very complex issue for sure. So I, I wanted to segue back into football with that. After that, I mean, that's hard to top that answer. Um, what did you make of the recruiting process you went through? Like you had a lot of you were very seemed like you were really busy uh, this uh, like in 2019. Like throughout the summer, you get you were getting a lot of offers. probably going to be a lot of shutdowns even though they probably don't want to shut down but you know they're going to be strongly advised probably to shut down from you know higher sources most likely right yeah okay so let's go back to high school uh how would you describe your time at westminster just i mean you've already described you know like you had a lot of friends and you you know you clearly enjoyed the school so what you know and then you you were a three three sport athlete how would you describe your time at westminster Just the different 
my different teachers, my classmates. It's a really supporting environment. And, I mean, just for example, like, they'll open up the weight room for me <laughs> when I get there to, like, six, or they'll give me a key. And, it, I mean, it's, it's awesome. And I, don't, I just don't know if you can get that experience at a whole bunch of other high schools, especially if you get it from... Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill kind of um, a faith-based perspective. Yeah. I really have no regrets, and I'm extremely grateful my parents put me in there back in seventh grade. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. And, uh, you know, you're known for, you know, obviously you're going to go to Yale for football. What was your favorite football memory at Westminster? Man, I think, uh, you know, I, I sometimes I kind of look back on it. There's some things that I really wish we could have, like, my junior year, I thought we had a really, really good team. But mm-hmm. um, Lane tore his ACL week or week two against Liberty. Mm-hmm. That kind of yeah, that was sad. That kind of torpedoed us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, got to step up. But I would definitely say that same. Man, you guys came and filmed us. Yes, we yeah. did. I was that. Yeah, I filmed that specifically. Yes, that was insane. We've been talking about it all summer. First play of the game, we're going to score. First play of the game, we're going to score. And then St. Mary scored first play. So we're like, oh shoot. And then we went out there and just, I mean, Lane threw a bomb to, I think it was Atlin. Atlin, yep. Yep, and it was, it was, it was just a great game. And we were all really excited. Yeah. But that was, that was a pretty fun memory. I think Liberty, I think also, uh, winning that first playoff game against Parkway Central, like three years was fun. And then beating Parkway North this year. <laughs> were you guys were you guys losing thirteen to nothing going um, in that game at one point? Oh yeah, I, I think it was. Um, they had a guy who was pretty good, number ten. I think his last name was like Edwards. Jo- Jonathan Edwards. He's I think he's going to the Air Force. I believe. Uh, or I, I think um, Indiana State. I think he's he's going to there. Yeah. Yeah, he, he scored. He, he scored, and I think they had another uh, receiver who scored. But after that, it was bad, and that's so good. Yes, so really good. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's an awesome feeling, and yeah, and you talked about yeah your junior year. Yeah, people forget that you guys did have a good athletic team, but just yeah, just that was unfortunate. Injuries just injuries just kind of killed you guys, and then you know you had uh, you know some other players leave, I believe as well. So that you know that that was um, that's unfortunate, but hey, you know that's football. You're just gonna you know you learn a lot of lessons there, and like you said, you got no regrets. So that's that's a good you know thing for that. So um, now moving forward, you know I I have a lot of hope that there will be football played. I think it'll just be coming down to people who will make the decisions, uh, who can, you know, who feel like they might want to, you know, we shouldn't play or whatever, but assume we're going to play football next season. What are your thoughts on Westminster football going into 2020? I think that, I think they they have a lot of potential. I really like, I think their offensive line is going to be the strength. Mm -hmm. Um, Jack Powers is picking up a lot of offers recently, and he balled out his uh, junior year. I'm excited to see what he's going to do next year. Um, they're gonna be big up front. Sterling is huge. Sterling Webb, he was he played a lot in the first three weeks. Then he um, broke his leg and he's out for the rest of the year this this year. But he's a really good interior defensive lineman. He's gonna be a solid guard. Clayton Mayfield will be nice up front. He got some varsity experience. Same with Jimmy Nisley. No, 
I'm gonna talk. I put my brother a little bit. Yeah. He he's ten times better than where I was as a sophomore. Ooh, really? He, yeah, he's ten times bigger too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's 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 gonna be a problem. Yeah. I think uh, L.J. Miller is. I I don't know. I feel like he's kind of underrated a little bit, mm-hmm. but for every for what he did as a freshman. Uh, for everything we went through that year, and then what he's done as a sophomore, I uh, I think he's definitely gonna have a breakout year. And he had a thousand yard rushing yard, thousand yards rushing last year. That's right. But this year he's gonna, I think he's gonna, he's gonna kick it up another notch. Yeah. I also like Josh Baker. It's gonna be exciting to see what they do with him because he's he's really athletic. They might use him as quarterback a little bit. And then you got a brand new head coach, and yeah. it seems like the um, guys really like him. So it'll be exciting to see what they do. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Westminster, you guys are always competitive, and it's just you know if you guys can just stay healthy. Yeah, I mean you guys will definitely have a winning record at least this season. That's my prediction. So yeah, that was my next question. I was going to talk about Josh a little bit. You already kind of talked about him a little bit. So that that's a big scoop from you saying that he's you're you're saying he's ten times better than you were when uh, he was your age as a sophomore. Uh, it's 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 not even close. I mean Josh is. He's just, he's just, he's just got that, okay. and I thought I was a basketball player all the way up in, <laughs> until junior year. I think if you look back on my senior season of basketball, we can tell it that yeah. <laughs> that was a pipe dream. But, uh, <laughs> but no, he's he's got it. He's got the he's got the physical tools. He's got the um, he's got the dog in him, and his technique is really really solid. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, not a whole lot of people are talking about him, so that's, you know, I'm, I'm going to take your word for it, you know, and I already saw him, too, and he looks pretty good as well, too, so, I mean, but coming from you, that's that's some strong words, so, yeah, and you just mentioned, uh, you know, a little bit about basketball, and that's my next question, uh, you were on one of the best teams in Westminster basketball history a month ago, finished with a 24-5 record, including a 14-game winning streak, and you were on, and this is a young team. You guys had a lot of sophomores and some freshmen, and you were one of the handful of upperclassmen on that team. Uh, so, what was what was special about about this team in particular? That seems like they got a huge future ahead of them. Yeah, um, I think it was just that everybody, just from the start of the season, we had three goals: we wanted to win the district, we wanted to get first in the uh, conference, we wanted to make it to the final four. We didn't make it to the final four. Should have, but mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. They had a lot of turnovers that game. But the, um, I think really it was just that everyone played as a unit, and we all really, really liked playing with each other. Yeah. And everyone was, like, accepted their role. Like, I knew I was, I knew what I was. I was a fowler. <laughs> but I was a fowler. But we had guys who, I mean, everyone on that team was just super, super talented. Yeah. Also, I mean, Coach Ribble, I think, is if he's not the best, he's one of the best coaches in the area. And I think you're going to see that in these next couple of years. Kaysen Lawrence is he's a college basketball player. Kobe Williams is a college basketball player. EJ is going to be a college basketball player. Austin Vick is 6'8". Sam Vestal is like 6'7", 6'6". And they definitely got, they're definitely going to be a problem next year. If they're not a problem next year, I'm going to be upset because my role in practice was to, uh, push them around a little bit. Yeah, that's good. So, I, they should be ready next year. And they, they played really well down the stretch for us, too. Yeah. So I just think, I don't know, it was the most fun I'd ever had. It was mm. the farthest we, I'd ever gone in the playoffs. And winning that district championship, I was, that was fun. 
Yeah, district championships, and especially in St. Louis, are pretty special. They're really hard to win. Um, okay, so you know you've you, you are quite clearly um, a pretty good student. So were you kind of a, a a big target to be like a study buddy or something? Were, were people like kind of asking you like you know, hey, I need help on this or whatever? Would you get that a lot? Um, it would. De- it just depended on the subject. It really did. I think I was more of. I don't know. I was always doing my always doing my work, and I was in a, a close group of friends. We were all pretty, you know, locked into to school. We were locked into. Uh, we I don't know. We had a lot of fun with school, but in terms of getting our work done and studying and getting good grades and scoring four and fives on AP test, we had a solid group. So I don't know if people really came to me for help, but if I, I if I was in the group, it was definitely we were gonna get an A, especially on presentation. I was notorious for presentations. Like, I think my thing was, I don't know, I, I, I always like to prepare, but for me, I just like, there's no better like, thrill than going up in front of a class and just presenting. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I later, much later on in my, my education career, I, I kind of felt that same way. Yeah. Cause you're, you have an audience, even if it's like, you know, I mean, you're supplying in front of like hundreds of people, sometimes thousands in a football game, but even in a class with like, you know, maybe less than 20 kids, yeah, you still kind of get that thrill of, you know, showing out. Right. All right. So your dad played in the NFL for six years. How much of an impact did that have, his experience have on, on your life growing up and getting into football and helping you along the way? Well, my dad, he's always been my, uh, I don't know, my, my hero, the guy I've idolized. I think that him, he's also my offensive line coach. So, again, like, I wanted to be a basketball player for the longest. I just thought, I just knew that was going to be my thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. But he was, he was always really supportive of it. And I think come seventh grade, I finally gave football a try at Westminster. And I don't know, he just he coached me up. And when I told him, I said, Dad, I want to I wanna, I wanna, I wanna play college football. I want to play division one football. And he said, okay. It's what you got to do, and I just followed it. Yeah. And he's he's doing the same thing with Josh. I got another brother who he was fifteen, and the um, long jump at the um, what is it the um, junior Olympics. Mm. He's they're, they're getting him to play football next year. And he's already like six one, <laughs> six two. Like he is just it's, but I think it's just watching him, his dedication to his craft, and as being part of it being like man, I. I I want to be better than him eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what inspires me. That's great. You got a tall family, man. Like everyone's yeah. over six feet. Um, and so this this is a question that I, I will be transparent. Gabriel Rubio he uh, he told me this. So this is this I think the second time he's he's helped us out with a question on on the first two episodes. He said your dad and his dad played against each other in college and in the NFL. And according to his yeah. according to his dad, Gabriel's dad believes that Gabriel is better than him when he was his age. So right now, uh, does does your dad uh, have, has your dad said that? Oh, I think I think you might be better than me when I when I was your age. Um, um, so has has that ever happened? We go back and forth. We we just we we went back and forth about this yesterday. <laughs> um, we we did. I he my dad was a really good defense alignment as well as. Uh, Defense alignment in high school. I was a decent <laughs> defense alignment, but I think I was, I was definitely better offensive alignment coming out. Yeah. But he he had a lot. He got like 
all Metro and everything, and I got things like max preps and like <laughs> like a three star and stuff. I was kind of I was pretty upset I didn't get all Metro. What was the other one? I, I was upset. Yeah, <laughs> but he so it's it's just a toss up. Like he came out, he went to Tennessee State. I was like, man, I have more offers than you coming out. He's like, there's no way I'd let you beat me. I was like, it doesn't matter because I wouldn't let you beat me. So we kind of go back and forth, but my father, he's definitely, he, he was a legend at Cleveland Naval. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay. All right, but I guess if well, if if your words about Josh are come true, then Josh will just be better than both of you guys, I guess. Yeah, that's that's looking like a possibility. Yeah. I'll never let him beat me though, but mm-hmm. he, he's 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 well on his way. Yeah, and if there's any consolation, uh, you were included in the GSV top five offensive lineman uh, award. So <laughs> Thank you. there's that. Yeah. It might be better. It might be it might be better than Max Preps, but that's debatable. All right, so okay, now we're gonna switch over to some uh, some fun questions, I guess, or or they right. could be, or they could be really tough questions. So some of these are submitted by uh, other athletes and some of your teammates. Okay, so here's the first one: Why do you say, I quote, "Tell them to bring me my money back after a win"? I saw this video and I just thought it was the funniest thing where the coach goes, "Tell them bring me my money." So <laughs> oh yeah, that one. When I got on, I got on the bus, everyone went quiet. I just stood up and said, "Tell them to bring me my money." And then I guess it carried over to basketball. We won the district championship. Got in the locker rooms, said it, and then we just poured water on the coach Rimmel. It was fun. I don't know why I said it. It's just, it's just fun. It's and I know I know what video you're referring to, and that's 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 a really good one. I think I forget what school it was, but they just beat a I think um you know like a a power 65 school on the road and got paid for it, you know, cause that school paid them to come play them and they won. So they basically got paid to, you know, lost the game. So that's, that's a great feeling. Hopefully you can experience that at Yale. Um, so, okay. Why did, okay. This, this, I did not, um, go and seek this question out. It was, it was brought to me. Why did Daryl Tucker from Parkway North torch you? And multiple people brought that up. Okay. Here's what I'll, I'll say to this. Um, first off, I have a lot of respect for all of my competitors and people who I go up against. All I know is this. Uh, Parkway North, we beat them 35-13. to 13. Um, They scored 13 quick, but the um, rest of the game, we were running it down their throats. <laughs> we were throwing bombs over their head. I think Ben Hicks had three touchdowns that game. 
Um, so I'm not really sure if getting torched <laughs> is the right. These were some. These are, phraseology for that. That's 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 what I got. Darnell Tucker is. I wish him the best of luck. I guess. <laughs> All right. Well. That, that's, a, that's a decent response. I think it was players on your team that were uh, asking those questions, so I guess they're, they're... Yeah, so I guess they don't agree with you then. All right. Okay, so next question. Is it true you have a sound, SoundCloud account? Oh, man. <laughs> um, there's a... There's a I, I can neither confirm nor deny that statement. Okay. All right. They say apparently you have a hit song, but uh, you, you, you disagree. Uh, I just, uh, I, I cannot, I, I cannot confirm or deny that statement. Okay then, alright. See, you're already talking like a politician, that's, that's good right there. You gave me the classic non-answer. Alright, favorite song to listen to before a game? Um, I think probably, hmm, well, I would you say, it kind of depends. One of our kicker, uh, Pierce Dawn, he listened to a lot of heavy metal. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I, I never really liked it, but then I listened to um, what is it called, Slipknot. I, I really liked it, but I listened to a whole bunch of like Drake, Drake and Future, and uh, I think the, my favorite song before games definitely has to be um, oh yeah, All There. I um, what is it? no, not All There. I think I'll go um, Headlines by Drake before games. That's a good one. All right. Um, yeah, Drake and Future are probably the two most popular artists to listen to before a game. Um, okay, hardest player in high school that you've have, you've had the block? Um, Devion Harris from Luther North. Mm-hmm. My um, junior year, he he was just a bowling ball. I mean, he was and he never stopped coming. Like he he just he 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 would he would he was gonna finish the play whether you were blocking him down the field. Or he was just chasing after a play. I mean, there were some plays where our running back, he'd be 10, 15, down the field, 10, 15 yards down the field, and Harris was just chasing him down. <laughs> and he was he was a beast. And I think um, Patrick Harris and I had some good good matchups. I, I never gave up a sack on him, though. I don't think he – but he, I know he was really, really good. He has a really nice spin move. I'm excited to see what he'll do next year in Northwest. Yeah, he's a um, very good player, yeah. Yeah, and I like, um, I think, hmm, I don't know, Trevor Turner versus St. Charles West was really strong. Okay. So, he was he was solid. All right. Those are the all good players you mentioned in Devion Harris. For those of you who don't know, he is on his way to Minnesota. So, that's that explains the caliber of player he is. Um, okay, so, you have two two options. Uh, win in the last minute. So let's say let's say you're playing MICDS. You oh. would you rather beat them in the last minute or blow them out? Definitely blow them out. They they got us. They beat us bad this year. It was mm. and we were tied up at halftime. And I don't know. I just I really want to beat them. They're they're so well, really well, really well coached. Yeah. And they they play really good football. But my junior year, we had them. Oh man, we had they, our court. The freshman tore his ACL. First play of that game, so we had our, our JV quarterback come in, Jackson Sell, and he played really, really well down the stretch for us. And we had him. There's six seconds left, and they won on a game-winning field goal. Mm. So that that was a that was a hard on our. Uh, I think it was our pretty much our homecoming. So oh. That was 
That was hard. Um, but I don't know. I think I I want to blow him out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's 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 a tough one right there. But yeah, that's yeah. Probably after an experience like that, you'd you'd like to blow them out. So. Okay, other position you'd like to play. So if you couldn't play uh, offensive tackle, or maybe just not even on the line, let's just say like if you had to play another position anywhere except for an offensive and defensive line, what would that be? I think I'd want to be a punter. <laughs> I'd want to be a really, really good punter. Because you can last forever, Yeah. it seems like, or a really good long snapper. You get to go to, you can play at a super high level, get a scholarship, and it's just there's a whole bunch of longevity to it. But I've always thought of myself as a really good wide receiver, so I think that there's there's definitely a shot there. I just I don't know. I had too many seconds. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, about the longevity part. Like Jacob McQuaid is the long snapper for uh, Johnny Hecker for the Rams. Like I think they've been with each other since like 2011. So that's that's longevity right there. But. You know, I don't think I've ever heard an answer like that from a lineman. Usually, like, you, you hear quarterback, and you did mention wide receiver, but I've never heard a punter as an other position I'd like to play. So yeah, that's, it's just, I think the longer I can play, uh, the longer I keep playing football, the, even, the better. Exactly. There you go. I mean, you're thinking ahead. Okay, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. But I do think if Patrick Mahomes continues at this rate, I mean, there's no comparison. I mean, Patrick Mahomes makes throws that are just unreal. Yeah. Uh, his arm strength is just on a whole other level. And I think, my, I, I got to shout out one of my friends, Clayton Perona. He called it back when um, he, he has the tweet and everything. He tweeted it immediately after they drafted Patrick Mahomes that they would win the Super Bowl in this ditch, the the year that they won last year. Mm. And I just think that, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes is well on his way. And he's so much fun to watch play. He really is. Yeah, he just, he makes it fun for, you know, the, um, just the, the mediocre type of fans or whatever you want. You know, the, the fair weather fans, like, that's, he makes them watch football too. So, he makes yeah. football watchable for everybody. All right, who would you rather block for? Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey? And why? I, I, I think that he, the way he runs, he's just a, like, one cut, he'll run you over. Um, his vision is, seems to be really, really good. And, no, uh, Christian McCaffrey's really good as well. But I feel like with Henry, it's just, it, it's simple. Just, I think, and I think Taylor Lewan, he talked about it as well. It's just that, man, as long as I'm blocking my guy, he, like, he, he's going to cover everything. And I think, as a Ravens fan, watching that playoff game, that kind of sealed the deal for me in terms of right, Derrick Henry's legit. He's one of my favorite running backs to watch play. Yeah, he really is good. Yeah, he had a huge breakout season for the Titans. Um, okay, best offensive lineman of all time, in your opinion? Hmm. I like Jonathan Ogden, and I really, I think the, I think the greatest offensive lineman of all time. I think Larry Allen's up there. That's a good one. You would know better than me because I mean I'm sure you've studied this for a while now. I I, I, I I'll never forget like that pancake block. Sean Alexander scored. I think it was against the, the Dallas Cowboys. I mean he just took that guy twenty twenty five yards down the field and just finished him in the back of the end zone. It was 
I don't know. That, that was kind of one of those plays that got me excited about playing football. I like watching his highlights before games. Mm. Okay, favorite. Okay, who is your favorite NFL team? First off, Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. By the way, yeah, they lost to the Titans. Um, favorite NFL team. So, you would you rather have the Baltimore Ravens win the Super Bowl or have an or have Saint or have St. Louis get an NFL team back? I think I think Baltimore win it and win another Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I, just, I don't know. It just seems like every time an NFL team comes here, they end up leaving. And I was a Rams fan. I really was. Like, I was... I mean, I, I've always had an appreciation for the Ravens because my father, but I was a diehard Sanders Rams fan. Yeah. Mark Bolger, and then we were going through the era of our best receiver was, like, Laurent Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the dark days. I mean, I was I was a Rams fan. Or Isaiah Pede. <laughs> just, yeah, just... But once they leave, I don't know. Once they left, kind of have a distrust of the um, NFL and St. Louis. And it kind of sucks that the XFL is over, too, because the Battlehawks, I like them. I was, follow, I was following them. Mm-hmm. I liked Tiamu. I really like the running back. I think it's Matt Jones. I know he's playing the league a little bit. Well, I think that safety is going to get trapped. That's good. Yeah, he still. Yeah, the Battlehawks might have had the best secondary in, in the in the X, in the XFL, if anything. Yeah. But just so okay, so like my dad was a huge like football Cardinals fan, and like he remembers like it was kind of St. Louis's fault that the Cardinals left. Like we didn't really do as much as we could have to get them to stay. But the Rams leaving, that was all like ownership. That was all Stan Kroenke. Like you know, we tried to do what we could do to get them back. So. A little bit of backstory for that. It wasn't like both teams, and just for people listening, it wasn't like both teams wanted out. It was like, you know, that that was more the St. Louis, the, the L.A. Rams in that case. So, but yeah, you, you've had it hard. I mean, yeah, you've like you were born in two thousand one. Yeah, you've had it really hard being a Rams fan. <laughs> yeah, I at least I at least got to watch them win a Super Bowl and then go to another Super Super Bowl and then not, like get to the playoffs and have like really exciting offenses to watch. And then the hard times hit when I went into got in the middle school. I got to watch Stephen Jackson play, so that was a plus. Yeah, he was good. But yeah, I feel I feel like watching him play was kind of also sad at the same time because like, man, we're really wasting this man's prime. <laughs> yes. But I, I I think the coolest moment though was I got to be there for that last game in the Edwards Jones Dome, the Thursday night game versus um Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. That that was really incredible. That was a fun experience to be a part of. I was, was sad, but it was. It was awesome. It was. I was there too as well. So that's crazy. All right. So okay. So now some uh, basketball questions. Why do you wear long, Why do you wear sleeves in basketball? I think it looks cool. Okay. <laughs> that's all I need. That, that's all I need. I think it looks cool. That that I appreciate your honesty. Um, I wish I wish more players were transparent on why they wear um, two uh, arm sleeves. Um, okay. So I was asked this. Um, by one of your teammates. Uh, but what was going on with the basketball spirit night starting lineups? Oh man, that was that was by far the coolest moment I think I've ever experienced at Westminster. So he started Coach Ripple started all the seniors that game. And so I am thinking, okay, I'll probably get a like, call first because you know like it's just me. Like, I'm not, okay. This is like we're so they call it out, they go, that Dennis Lane, Matt George, and then they call Orf out. I'm like, oh shoot, what's he about to do? So 
there, and he yells, Anderson! And uh, I run out, and the whole gym's just going crazy. And I, that was just a super fun moment. Yeah. That was awesome. Those that yeah, those moments never are priceless. Okay, so I'm gonna ask this to every every single person on this interview. Who who we interview? MJ or LeBron? Michael Jordan, his Aaronis or or LeBron James, King James. I think you gotta. You just gotta. It's you just gotta. You kind of when you compare them, you have to kind of look at it in two different ways. I mean, if we're if we're just talking about skill, I don't know. I mean, for what LeBron what LeBron James has done, I mean, if, even if you just look at little things like his three-point percentage, I mean, he's gotten progressively better pretty much every year. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, that's that's something that's something that should be applauded. I think LeBron James is pretty much a big point guard. 6'8", six, 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 probably plays around more like 270, 265. Averaging probably can give you like 10. He can give you, it seems like he can give you a triple-double almost every night. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, my dad tells me that you've never seen anything like Michael Jordan. And I, I looked up some, I watched the highlights, and it's just the things that he did was incredible, but I'm going to have to go LeBron. All right. That's, that's, that's your call. I mean, you, you grew up with LeBron, so... I'm not. I'm not. I won't be that surprised if LeBron ultimately wins out. You know, with this, with the other. Uh, you know, with, including you and the other players. But all I'll say is that I think Michael Jordan was a bigger icon than LeBron because he really transformed basketball the way it's viewed throughout the world. He was. He was the catalyst, in my opinion, for how basketball is probably the second most popular sport in the world besides soccer, and it could eventually overtake soccer one day. I have a feeling. Okay, so this might be a little tougher for you. This is more local. Brad Beal, Brad Beal or Jason Tatum? Man, my biggest regret is that I never got to see either of them in high school when it was still cheap to kind of go and see them play. That was that was my biggest regret. <laughs> but, I don't know, I grew up in the um, Jason Tatum era when the song came out, and he ran St. Louis. Yeah. But I also know Brad Beal was running St. Louis when I was younger, too. I think I'm going to have to go... Man, I think I'm gonna have to go Tatum. Okay. Like, well, career NBA wise, I think I'd take Bradley Beal over Jason Tatum. I think you put Bradley Beal on the Celtics, he's putting up the same numbers. And then I think you put Jason Tatum on the on the on the Wizards. I don't know if he's the same kind. I, I think he's he still he definitely puts up numbers and he balls out. But I think Bradley Beal in the NBA is better than Jason Tatum in the NBA. But in high school, Tatum was the man. He was cold. He really was. Both of them were, but I think Jason, this might be sound a little controversial, I think Jason Tatum, he has the potential to be the best player in the NBA, like after LeBron, um, you know, um, and, and like, you know, Curry will be older and other guys will be older. So like when he's in his prime, he has the chance to be the best player in the NBA only if Giannis doesn't develop a three-point shot. If Giannis develops a three-point shot, then it's over. It's Giannis all the way. That's That's what I'll say. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I just I think James Harden is still in the league too. And he, I feel like he's entering his prime as well. So I think mm-hmm. you gotta watch out for him. That's true. But, yeah, what Giannis does it I got to see him play when they played the um the Spurs. It was a super cool spring break trip to Milwaukee. He was he's legit. Mm-hmm. He's he's the, he's cold. Yeah. 
That's that's true. Uh, okay, golf or tennis? I wanted to play tennis in seventh grade, but my dad wouldn't let me. <laughs> no. It's a fun sport. Golf, just golf. I don't know. I feel like they say, as studies show, that more business deals are made on the golf course. That's true. I totally believe that. And I think that. I don't know. I feel like there's a certain amount of skill that goes in the golf. Same with tennis. Don't get me wrong, but again, longevity. I mean, you're playing until you're like, really? You don't ever really retire from golf. No. Nope. Unless you retire. So, I think I'm going to go golf. I'm not good at golf. I'm not good at all. We went to Top Golf. We went to Top Golf twice. And keep. If you teach yourself to keep your head still when you're looking at the ball, when you swing, magical things can happen. That's all I'll say. That's all it does. Okay. Take notes. Yes. East Coast or West Coast? What do you mean? Just to live in or like? Yeah. Or, yeah, just, or would you like the vacation? But I'm, I'm, I think you might be having the favor East Coast since you're going to go there. I'm going to be controversial. I'm going to go West Coast. Okay. I got a lot of family in the California area, um, Compton, Carson. So I think, I don't know, I just have a lot of fun out there in California. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know, I mean, I guess I am about to do the East Coast winter for the next four years. Good luck with but, that. Yeah, that's going to be adventurous. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just think that California and just that whole area is super chill. But there's something about New York City and just kind of like the hustle and bustle just in the east coast that life moves faster mm-hmm. a lot faster than like the midwest like, I think kind of uh, I, I really like mm-hmm. alright two more questions Co- the co- which country would you like to visit the most country yeah I don't know I, I'm thinking I've always wanted to go to France mm-hmm. I liked it I like it a lot but I also really want to go to um by Japan. I think that their their fashion's really cool. I really like the um I, I had a friend who was from Japan and we got a guy on a team who used to live in Tokyo mm. and he, he said it was awesome. And I don't know. I just from like watching Tokyo Drift the movie like, I don't know, it just seems super cool. Like especially to go there and have like a lot of money. That that'd probably be really really fun experience. Yeah I mean the biggest city in the world, uh, still is the biggest city in the world, I believe. So, yeah, you'd, you'd be able to just experience so many things within a day there if you could. All right, okay, last question before I let you go. First thing you'll do when lockdown ends? I'm going to go visit my grandma. I'm too scared to visit her now because I've been at the grocery store. Mm. Because, so I don't want to like risk anything. So I'm definitely going to see my grandma. But I don't know, I just think that with the whole, I think this is the new normal. Granted, maybe not being in quarantine, but I think that we, uh, I don't think that it, life can't go back as normal. Really? I think that the, to some extent will be the new normal. I don't know what that looks like for, I don't know, just maybe, maybe it's just our day-to-day interactions. It could be, I think I'm going to be, I'm going to start becoming a germaphobe. I wear a mask everywhere I go. Mm. But, I, I think the first thing I'll probably do is just go see my grandma. That's a really good answer. 
Um, I do think we're going to be, I don't know if we're going to, you know, probably a lot of people don't want to wear masks, but I do think we're definitely going to wash our hands a lot more often than we normally would coming out of this. That's, that's my guarantee out of this for being the new, the new normal. All right. Wow. This has been a really long interview. Very insightful. Uh, really feel like we've gotten to know you pretty well now after 45 minutes, 46 minutes, I should say. So, uh, yeah, this was kind of a grind, but a, a fun grind. So Benny Anderson Jr., thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk with us. And you have yourself a good day. And just stay safe. And uh, hopefully you can um, just – you don't have to be so bored very often. I know a lot of people are battling that right now. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, stay safe. I'll try my best. Thank you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.